0: There's a man named James Luther Adams who's reported to have been the preeminent Unitarian Universalist theologian for the 20th century. And he wrote an essay that apparently every Unitarian Universalist seminary student has to read because eventually each of them does a sermon about it. You can find an endless supply of their sermons entitled The Five Smooth Stones on the internet That's the title of the essay. The title comes from a story from the Old Testament in the Bible. How many have heard of the story of David and Goliath? Well, Goliath was a nine foot tall soldier. And he said he could beat. Any one soldier from the other side. Well, because he was nine feet tall, it's easy to understand why nobody wanted to fight him. But there was a little shepherd boy named David that wasn't afraid of Goliath. And he went to a brook and he picked up five smooth stones and took them with his slingshot which in those days was just a piece of leather you held two it was in a strip of leather and you held two ends of the leather and and put the rock in uh, in between them and kind of slung it around and had to know how to let go of just one of those at the right time to make the stone hit what you wanted it to hit well, David had been a shepherd, and he'd been protecting his sheep from wolves for a long time, and he had gotten very good with his slingshot, and he knew he could get knock Goliath down with one rock. And so, so why did he pick up five rocks? No, he knew he could do it with one, but he picked up five smooth stones, smooth because they flew the most true, but five, because Goliath had four brothers. (laughs) Now, when David hit his mark with the first stone and Goliath fell down, everybody else ran away. And David was honored before the king of his people, and one, and eventually he became the king of his people when he grew up. But he believed in what he knew to be true. And so James Luther Adams took this title, Five Smooth Stones, because it's the five underpinnings for what he believes to be true, for liberal religion, or believed, he's, he's not with us anymore. Those were the days before there were guns and stuff. Well, we live in different times now, and in a different world. These days, we don't have to hurt people in, in our world in our city, anyway. We don't have to hurt people when we talk about the differences in what we believe about God and what they believe about God. But we do need to be armed with information. And the first piece of this Five smooth stones that James Luther Adam talked about, I'm calling the first smooth stone. It's the first tenet of his idea. And I'm going to read you the way that that begins. Religious liberals depend first on the principle that revelation is continuous, meaning has not been finally captured. Nothing is complete, and this nothing is exempt from criticism. Liberalism itself, as an actuality, is patient of this limitation. At best, our symbols of communication are only reference and do not capsule reality. Events of words, deed, and nature are not sealed they point always beyond themselves, so the ground for the first tenet is the human dependence for being and freedom upon a creative power and upon processes not ultimately of our own making. Adams goes on to talk about um, some things in life are dependable, and we find that some things are not dependable. Every, he quote, "Every blade of grass." Every work of art, every scientific endeavor, every striving for righteousness bears witness to a sustaining meaning that is discernible, commanding, and in the here and now. Indeed, every frustration or perversion of truth, beauty, or goodness also bears this witness as the shadow points round to the sun. I wanted to share a whole lot more of this, but this is our swim party day, and we don't like the service to go too long. So what I'm going to do is talk about this real quickly in terms of a story we tell a lot, and I I want to see if any of the kids, can any of you tell me part of the story of The Blind Men and the Elephant? Okay. You wanna maybe come share it real quickly with you?
1: Well, one of the one of the parts that I remember is um somebody told the three the five blind men to go find an elephant. Okay, that's that's interesting. It, that's that's a interesting. One of the blind men felt the elephant's trunk and said this an elephant is like a snake. That's right. Okay.
0: <laughs> you want to share some more? Okay, one blind man touched the elephant and he and his hand fell upon the trunk and he and he walked away and said an elephant is like a snake.
1: And one of the blind men, one of the five blind men went to its tail and said, and walked back and said, wow, an elephant's like a rope. Very good.
0: One touched its side.
1: One touched its side and said, wow, this this is like a wall, and walked back. Another one touched its others. No wait, no wait. His ear? One of them touched his ear, but I don't remember what he said. <laughs> like a palm leaf.
0: And one.
1: I know the leg is something. <laughs>
0: the, leg, the leg feels like a tree trunk, right? Okay, so... Well, no, But he thinks an elephant feels like a tree because he can't see him, and that's what the only part he's touched of an elephant, right? Okay, so how do they end up figuring out what an elephant really feels like?
1: They all switched places. They walked a mile in each other's moccasins,
0: huh? That's great, Andrew. Thank you. That certainly would be the most thorough way to do that. Thank y'all. The story of the elephant tells us that without each other, we don't have the whole picture, and that's part of Revelation being unsealed. I have a question. Does this man right here have a piece of information about what's sacred? Does this woman right here have a piece of information about what's sacred? Do the babies in the nursery have a piece of information about what is sacred? (laughs) How do we access that information? How will we ever know any of that information? We don't learn it by talking. We learn it by listening. <laughs> but we share our story with other people, but we can't get their information without listening from them, right? But, but every day, don't we learn something new? Is there anything that somebody can just off the top of their head say they've learned today that they didn't already know? Thomas. UPS trucks only take right turns. I didn't know that. (laughs) Marianne. You didn't know Goliath had four brothers, okay. You didn't know David picked up five smooth stones. He did, he picked up five. But, But... all of these things affect how we see the world. They affect how we interact with people. And because of that, our ability to understand, interpret, and, and transmit what's sacred, and we each have a piece of it, is ongoing, right? Creation is still unfolding. Revelation is unsealed. That's the first smooth stone. So, without all of the philosophical and theological underpinnings of James Luther Adams, and I assure you they are multi layered, I want to say that just as it is our task to bring forth the revelation that is ours alone, to share and to lift it up to the light of truth, examine it and weigh it. It also becomes ours to serve the gentle angels whose attentive wat- or to serve as the gentle angels whose attentive watchfulness holds safe the world and space for the revelations that are yet to be brought forth. Those of the kids in the nursery, huh?